This is Luann Jones for Centennial Voices Oral History Project, a collaboration between the National Park Service's Park History Program and the Association of National Park Rangers. I was interviewing Butch Ferby and I asked him how working for the National Park Service affected his family. Yeah, people allude to the fact that uh, the Park Service can be hard on families. Oh, Jesus, yes. Yeah. Butch is retired now, but during the 1970s, he was a ranger at Yosemite National Park. It was tough work, and he told me how it impacted his wife, his marriage, and their young son. I was not kidding. In the summertime, uh, you could easily go to work at um, noon and not get off until 6 the next morning. And that's just what you did. Well, that's... You know, that's very hard on a family. My oldest son, Lincoln, for a number of years, several years, whenever he'd hear a jet plane at 40,000 feet or, or some, you know, thunder or something like that, he'd just start screaming and screaming and screaming. And I wasn't smart enough to figure it out, but finally my wife figured it out that every time the helicopter came into Yosemite Valley, you know, the ship would come in, be reverberating, you know, boom, boom, boom. And nine times out of ten, I'm on that ship going out someplace. A big part of Butch's job was search and rescue, or SAR as he calls it. So he had to respond to an emergency at a moment's notice. When the helicopter would fly into the valley, it often meant Butch had to stop what he was doing and get ready to go. And so before that ship would get there, I'd be home and we'd have, we had a one, one car garage. And I had my SAR equipment, you know, sort of like on the wall, and it was like a, sh a shopping market, you know, I'd get my backpack and I'd bam, throw that in, you know, and my, my three or four year old is watching all this. And see, what he sees is that he hears this noise, he sees dad in this chaos, so he, he connects the two. And again, I wasn't smart enough to know this, and finally she said, you know, it's a fact that every time that ship comes in, which it did quite often, he sees you. You know, like your head's cut off, roaming, running around, and that, that was true. Butch's wife figured out how to help their son get rid of the negative association between the sound of a helicopter and his father's frantic activity and departure. It wasn't like I was on a ship every day, but I mean, on those occasions, we'd take him over. We'd watch the thing land, take off. We'd go out and put him in the seat of the, of the helicopter. You know, so he would see what was going on, and he finally got over it, but it was several years. Butch's devotion to his job strained his marriage, too. Well, and I was out having, I was like a kid in a candy store. I mean, I was driving big fire trucks. I was jumping out of helicopters on the cliffs. Uh, you know, I set, I set a world's record rappelling one time over 2,600 feet. The more you could let me jump out of that ship into something, the better I liked it. Um, plus, I was with the boys, mm -hmm. you know. Now the, the boys, all these single guys, you know, attractive studs, the boys were actually having a good time. But I was doing what most men my age would just love to have done, to, except for maybe the military. I would think that, you know, a park ranger in a busy place is, as, is about as lead as it could get, at least in those days. And, uh, and I was right, at the, right in the middle of all that, and I had a great time. And uh, part of me takes great pride in that. Part of me is saddened because I screwed my marriage up because of it. I know numerous arrangers who have been divorced um, for
for a lot of reasons. I mean, all the reasons that we all know about, but also the fact that we just worked our ass off. And uh, it was very hard on relationships. For Centennial Voices, this is Lou Ann Jones of the Park History Program. Audio production courtesy of Nolan Edmonston, a volunteer with the National Park Service.